It's Thursday, January 4th, 2024, and I'm Dave Sobel. Four things to know today. CMMC 2.0's final rule is released, the implications for defense contractors and MSPs. The NSF, Air Force, and the UK Supreme Court make moves of note. CISA seeks feedback on secure by design principles, the implications for cybersecurity service providers, and Windows 11 struggles to gain market share amidst Windows 10 dominance. This is the business of tech. This episode sponsored by Skykick, new sponsor for MSP Radio. Skykick has been helping over 30,000 MSPs for the past 10 years be more successful in the cloud, migrating, protecting, securing, and managing their Microsoft 365 customers. A highlight in their offerings is their Microsoft 365 data protection solution, Cloud Backup. They've recently enhanced it with a new feature called Smart Insights. This feature delivers visual insights, empowering partners to engage more efficiently with customers on Microsoft 365 data protection. And MSP Radio listeners get a special offer. Get a free 2M365 email migration for a customer when you bundle it with backup. Visit skykick.com slash MSP Radio to learn details. Another big story I didn't want to miss from the closeout of 2023 was the release of the final rule set for CMMC 2.0. CMMC 2.0, the Cybersecurity Maturity Model Certification version, will consolidate maturity levels, align with NIST frameworks, and allow for flexible contractor security assessments. It aims to address the increasing cyber attacks on the Pentagon's supply chain and improve the protection of sensitive information. Contractors that fail to meet CMMC 2.0 requirements will not be awarded DOD contracts. The Defense Department has released a proposed rule outlining a four-phase approach to implementation of the program. The rule establishes requirements for assessing defense contractors' implementation of security protections and aims to ensure compliance through independent third-party assessors certified by the DOD. The phased implementation plan will gradually introduce CMMC requirements with full implementation expected by October 1, 2026. The proposed rule also introduces affirmation requirements and allows for conditional self-assessments and certifications through plans of action and milestones. I also spotted an expert on Reddit offering insights. The CMMC final rule has been submitted to the Federal Register and several requirements need to be prepared for, including the need for external service providers to have their final assessment certification before the OSC they're supporting can achieve their own certification. Additionally, tools should be FedRAMP moderate certified. There will be effectively no POAMs. And the estimated cost of the C3PAO assessment process alone is around $35,000. The DOD admits that roughly 70% compliant with the rule they demand others to follow. The post stresses the importance of understanding NIST 800-171 and the implications of FedRAMP moderate equivalency. Why do we care? I'll observe for those not doing DOD work. This is useful framework, although it's pretty stringent. MSP tools being FedRAMP certified is a big deal. We're either going to see a move by vendors to get FedRAMP certified or a fracturing of the toolkits. I'm predicting that MSPs will either go in or out when it comes to the DoD in a serious way. 
for MSPs serving the defense sector or considering entering this market, understanding the framework is crucial. It may lead to increased demand for providers offering cybersecurity services and support to defense contractors striving for compliance. The rule's phased implementation and certification process provides MSPs with a timeline to adapt and prepare their services to meet the evolving compliance needs of defense clients. But that wasn't all. The National Science Foundation has released new guidelines for using generative artificial intelligence in its merit review process. The guidelines prohibit agency reviewers from using non-approved productive AI tools and encourage proposers to disclose if generative AI technology was used in their proposals. While NSF has approved the use of publicly accessible commercial generative AI for public information, it has not approved the use of generative AI that interacts with proposal content. The agency is exploring how generative AI can be responsibly applied to its business processes and is developing a set of approved applications for generative AI. NSF aims to create an AI strategy to meet cross-agency guidelines and guidance on the responsible use of AI. The Air Force has implemented a new policy to set guardrails around commercial generative artificial intelligence testing and experimentation. The policy requires training for airmen and guardians, cautions against using government accounts for commercial AI platforms, and advises against putting non-public data into the generative AI tools. The Air Force aims to be AI-ready by 2025 and AI-competitive by 2027, with 44 AI projects underway. Task Force Lima, led by the DoD Chief Digital and AI Office, is monitoring and guiding the implementation of AI technology. The UK Supreme Court has ruled that artificial intelligence cannot be recognized as a patent inventor. The court unanimously rejected an appeal by a computer scientist who sought to register patents for inventions created by his AI system. The ruling establishes that an inventor must be a natural person under UK patent law. The decision raises questions about how the patent system should handle the creation of AI machines, and the government will review this area of the law. Why do we care? AI is going to be regulated with a combination of laws and of private policies. It's going to be a complicated space. And remember, we love complicated spaces due to the opportunities in them. There's no reason to reinvent the wheel here. Leverage these frameworks for your own customers. Managed services providers should be aware of legal developments surrounding AI and patents to advise clients and navigate potential IP challenges. The UK and the US seem to be following a similar path too, as so far the US Patent Office has said AI cannot be the inventor too. And pivoting to security, there's more. The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency is seeking feedback on its Secure by Design white paper, which promotes stricter security principles in the design and development of software products. CISA released an updated joint guidance with domestic and foreign partners in October and is now requesting additional comments on the guidance. The agency aims to encourage technology manufacturers to prioritize security and is interested in the economics of secure development and integrating security into computer science education. The deadline for comment submissions is February 20th, 2024. NASA's Office of Inspector General conducted an audit of NASA's privacy program and found it comprehensive but needed improvements. 
One area of concern is the lack of data loss protection implementation in Microsoft 365, which has resulted in self-reported data losses without proper tracking and monitoring. NASA also faces challenges in responding to breaches and ensuring training for security and privacy roles. The report provides recommendations for addressing these issues, which NASA has agreed to implement. Why do we care? It's comment time. For software vendors in particular, this is your time to speak up. Managed services providers specializing in cybersecurity and data protection can leverage the NASA audit to showcase their experience in addressing data loss protection and breach response challenges. It's no reason not to reuse the work. Windows 11 is struggling to gain traction as Windows 10 continues to dominate the market. Despite updates and improvements, Windows 11 market share remains relatively low. Microsoft's strict hardware requirements and lack of compelling new features are cited as reasons users hesitate to upgrade. Compliance with EU law and the potential release of Windows 12 are expected updates for both operating systems. And quoting the register, the latest figures from StatCounter, as there are no official numbers from Microsoft itself, paint a grim picture for the Windows vendor. Windows 10 does not appear to be going anywhere. In December 2022, it accounted for 67.95% of the market share, and by December 2023, it was 67.42%. Why do we care? Understanding the reasons behind user hesitation, such as those hardware requirements and the lack of compelling features, can help MSPs advise clients on the timing and necessity of Windows 11 upgrades. Thanks for listening. It's National Trivia Day, but I'm not going to give you any more trivia than that. Want to take my class starting next week? Navigating Emerging Technologies for MSPs, and the link is in the show notes. Got a comment? question, a thought on the stories, put it in the comments if you're on YouTube, or reach out on LinkedIn if you're listening to the podcast. I will talk to you again tomorrow. The Business of Tech is written and produced by me, Dave Sobel, under ethics guidelines, posted at businessof.tech. If you like the content, please make sure to hit that like button and follow or subscribe. It's free and easy and the best way to support the show and help us grow. You can also check out our Patreon, where you can join the Business of Tech community at patreon.com slash mspradio, or buy our Why Do We Care merch at businessof.tech. Finally, if you're interested in advertising on the show, visit mspradio.com slash engage. Once again, thanks for listening to me, and I will talk to you again on our next episode of the Business of Tech. Part of the MSP Radio Network.